Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year. Unless it's a leap year, then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and today's date is the 26th day of October 2016. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from the Sully Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager Bob Melvin, and just a line drive from Sunken Diamond, the baseball home of the Stanford Cardinal. I had a conversation with lots of family members today, and one family member was my dear cousin David. And I, David is, you know, if you if you write down a family tree, David is my cousin. But psychologically and emotionally, he's my brother. He's been on this podcast, and he's someone who I just feel. You know, I just, we're, we're brothers. We, we lived together at one point. I, I trust him with, with everything in my life. And, and, and I know the feeling is mutual. And I know he's listening to this because he listens to my podcast all the time. Now, I'm going to say something to you which may shock you. I didn't watch the World Series game one today. Not out of protest. Not out of anger. Not out of anything other than the fact that this has been a uh, this has been a rough couple of days for your pal Sully um, just in terms of not me personally but memory of my family and 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 some things going on that I'd rather not go into the details but let me just say it was a serious enough day of medical questions and mishaps that the idea of me sitting down and watching the World Series was not even on the table. That should give you a little bit of an idea of some of the stuff that's going on here. And and when I talked to my cousin Dave about some of the stuff that's going on and being at a hospital and everything, he said to me, you know what? Rocco, he calls me Rocco. It's a long story, and, and you know I only have 365 of these podcasts to do a year, so I can't always go into the in-jokes. Rocco, today may be a good day for an evergreen podcast. And I said, yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. Because I have a couple in the can. Maybe today's not the day to do a baseball podcast. And then while we were waiting in the waiting room and I'm there with some members of my family and we go downstairs we realize we better eat something and at one point it was asked who's winning the game and I actually didn't know my dear friend Kenny Mack who obviously assumed I was watching the game was sending me texts and I sent him a text saying look at I I'm, I'm not watching and I told him why I said only text me if there's a score and I said I don't know and I looked down and said well and my mother said to me, is it the team whose name starts with C and C, or is it the team that starts with C and C? And I said, it's actually the team that has waited a long time to win a World Series. And we laughed about that. And I looked up and I said, oh, wow, the Indians are up 3 nothing at that point. 3 nothing." And I didn't see really the details, but I saw that Corey Kluber pitched very well, and I saw that Roberto Perez had hit a homer, and little did I know he would wind up hitting another homer before all was said and done. And the Cleveland Indians won game one of the World Series and took the home field 
you know, took advantage of the home field and the thing that everyone's bitched and moaned about. And for a little bit, while we were there on this kind of rough day, I chatted about the Indians and the Cubs. And why, and my cousin Josh said, why do you want the Indians to win? And, I, and my mom said, well, because they have the, he would, he's rooting for the team with a politically incorrect mascot, not the politically incorrect closer, which is a line that I made me chuckle. And then I pointed out one of the main reasons I want Cleveland to win, other than the soft spot in the heart that I have for the Cleveland Indians, is uh, Terry Francona. I'm a huge Terry Francona fan, and I love the manager, former manager of the Red Sox, and it makes me happy. And that was, uh, and I explained that to him. I said, if he wins, he you know, led the Red Sox to two World Series titles. And if he wins this, he's probably automatically going to the Hall of Fame. And I've always loved him. Even when the new manager, John Farrell, won the World Series, uh, Francona emotionally is still my manager. Still my manager. And for a little bit, what's been a, uh, a rough couple of not fun chunk of time for your pal Sully became a respite. And when we were talking about that, and when I got in my car and left the hospital at one point, and I turned on the radio, and I heard the final. And as I was driving, I said, I'm going to listen to the highlights. And... As I was listening to the highlights, I thought to myself, while intellectually and on paper, my cousin Dave was 100% right, this is not the day to be recording a podcast about baseball. But then I realized, emotionally, I think I have to. You see, it's a distraction. All sports are a distraction. That's just something we should all know by now. Movies are a distraction, you know, music and everything. They're a distraction unless you're playing, unless it's your vocation, unless it's a, it's a distraction. When the Red Sox won the World Series in 2004, I didn't suddenly get a better job. When the White Sox won the World Series in 2005, my friends who were White Sox fans didn't suddenly get keys to a new home. Some f fan base, Indians and Cubs, have been waiting their whole lives to see their team win the World Series. And in, a, in about a week, one of them will have, the, this will be the greatest, this is what they've been waiting, this is something they didn't even dare dream of. And in the end, they'll still go to the same job, they'll still have the same life. Their life doesn't get better or worse. It's a distraction. Reading about the, the review of this game and hearing the recap on the ESPN radio on the way over where I am right now hasn't changed the events of the last 24 hours in your pal Sully's life. And yet, for that little bit of time, it's a distraction. And distracting isn't always bad. It's bad if all you do is distract. If you never confront, if you actually tie your emotional well-being to a team, to a show, 
to something else that you don't really have control over, then that's psychotic. Then you're becoming Rupert Pupkin from uh, King of Comedy. But this is exactly why we follow sports. This is exactly why I do this. Now, I'm sorry I let some of my real life creep into it. A couple of friends of mine think I probably shouldn't do that. But there's a purpose for doing this. Earlier this year, my cousins Mary Ellen and Michael passed away. One right after another. Cousins, my generation, only a few years older than me. And I did a podcast that day where I talked about cousins and I talked about how cousins, my cousins and I have bonded over baseball and why that connection you have with cousins is so important. Well, and I felt a little bit of that here that I needed to do that because it's part of what the purpose of this show is, part of why I'm doing this, why I do this 365 days. I did a damn fourth anniversary the other day. Why don't I miss a day? Yeah, I'm going to throw some evergreens on when, when I have absolutely no physical time. But I have emotional need to do this now. The World Series baseball, that day in companion of something shitty is going on. Can I at least for a, a few moments distract myself from it? You know, there's, there's that great piece in the Ken Burns 10th inning where Keith Olbermann was telling a story about a police officer uh, in, in downtown New York shortly after the attacks on September 11th. And he struck up a conversation with one of them who recognized him. And the guy started talking about how he was worried about the Mets. And Keith Olbermann said, how can you possibly be worried about the Mets? And he said, he said how could that possibly matter? So I know it doesn't matter. And I know I lost many of my friends. But while that game is on, I can pretend like it matters. And having a healthy distraction is something that everyone should have. And, and the people who don't have it, I think, go insane. I think that, and for not everyone, it's going to be baseball. For some people, it could be uh, a music. For some people, it could be fashion. For some people, it could be poetry. Some people, it could be comedy. Some people, it could be fishing. For some people, it could be quilting. For some people, it could be whittling or, or target practicing or hunting. I don't say I, I am, uh, like all of these, but that, there's, that it's something that takes your mind you know, for these moments. And I'm not talking about something like meditation either. Meditation is something for your own personal well-being. I'm not talking about religion or spirituality where you're trying to build your character. You're trying to build your sense of being. You know, I'm not a religious person, but I respect if you're using that to build your own person. No, I'm talking about something that I need something to take my mind off of this. I need to smile. I need to feel that, get emotionally attached to something that in the end has no consequence. Which is one reason why I don't crap on people who have their thing. I remember a few years ago I did a podcast about the people who got really obsessed about the royal baby. How can people be so excited about a baby? It's just a baby. Shut up. If you say stuff like that about the royal baby, shut up. You're being an ass. 
Because there's something that you do that distracts you. For them, it happens to be the royal baby. If you crap on people for loving the royal baby, but you get dressed up as Green Lantern and go to Comic-Con, guess what? You're a hypocrite. If you're someone who craps on sports, but you go to Burning Man, guess what? You're a hypocrite. They're all forms of distraction. And distraction is sometimes what keeps us centered. Sometimes it's what keeps us alive. You know, when I was going through this thing today, at one point I was charging the phone, lots of family members and everything, keeping in contact. And at one point I thought, should I check the score? I said, no, Paul, don't check the score. And notice I said, no, Paul, I didn't say no, Sully. No, Paul, don't check the score. Don't, because then what if I get into it? <laughs> what if all of a sudden I'm going like, oh man, strike him out, strike him out, strike him out. You know, uh, maybe it's, uh, maybe I'm fortunate that the Red Sox and the Giants aren't into this World Series. Um, as exciting as this World Series will inevitably be. Look, and then, you know, it just was like, no, I can't do that because now is not the time to be distracted. The time to be distracted is that moment when you go downstairs and you grab a bite and there's nothing you can do, so distract me, even for a moment. It's healthy. It's part of what makes us who we are. And so this is not going to be my longest podcast because I'm running out of gas right now, but I felt like I wanted to share today with you. You, my friends, in the podcasting land, because I feel like I'm sharing a lot with you, and it's not always going to be goofy, silly shit. If I'm going to share something with you, I'm going to share what I'm feeling, a real emotion. And sometimes it'll mean I need to be distracted, and I need to be distracted with you. So we looked at game one. Kyle Schwarber is back. The Cubs still haven't scored a run in the World Series since 1945. A lot of people got to really fact check when they write things like, well, still no Chicago win in the World Series since 1945. The Chicago White Sox won the World Series in 2005. Remind me to beat you with this music stand. It looks like Corey Kluber is continuing to write a narrative that he is a dominant pitcher here in this postseason. And yeah, yeah, back in my day, they went nine innings. Yeah, well, your day is over, you old fart. And Andrew Miller came out of the bullpen, shut down the Cubs, and the bullpen threw three shutout innings, and now they have Corey Kluber to pitch later on. And this was a game that Lester pitched and didn't look quite, <laughs> didn't look like John Lester. And the most comedic thing that I've ever seen was that clip that I just watched. The, I think it was Lindor was off. It was picked off first, but Lester didn't throw over. Much to the consternation of all my Oakland A's fan friends who remember during Lester's cameo with the Oakland A's, he just let the Royals run ragged on him in the playoff game. They had won that game. Who knows how far they'd go. But Kluber, Miller, Allen, the law firm of Kluber, Miller, and Allen, means a shutout for the Indians. Francisco Lindor 
is putting together that resume to be the superstar who wins early. Uh, Jose Ramirez, who won the Division Series MVP that I hand out, got three hits to get going here. And Roberto Perez hits two homers, and next thing you know, the Indians are up six bagel and got the John Lester start out of the way. So it's not going to be that easy. It is not going to be that easy. We're doing who owns October and who owns the World Series. So we got woo and wows. So who owned October and the World Series today? Uh, I mentioned Kluber, Perez, got full woos and wows. Ben Zobris got three hits for the Cubs. Uh, and no pitcher on the Cubs deserved anything. There, was no, there wasn't a standout pitching performance. Now, as we're right now, the pitcher with the highest woo total is a tie between Corey Kluber and John Lester. So we'll see who owns October uh, by the end of this World Series. Interestingly, the hitter with the highest who owns October total as of this moment remains Josh Donaldson, who's been eliminated. He's at three and a half. Francisco Lindor is at three. At one point, it looked like he was going to be at four. But do you know what? You hit two home runs like Roberto Perez did, and you earned yourself a woo. So... We all earned ourselves something today, and I hope you enjoyed a little bit of distraction with your pal Sully on a day that I kind of needed it. So go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram, I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. My cousin Dave, I love you. You know I do. But I went with my instinct today. And I don't think it was the right day for an Evergreen podcast. Today was a day your pal Sully needed a little distraction. So this has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast, a non-Evergreen one for the 26th day of October 2016. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Don't call me Paul. Call me Sullivan.